0: hey scooby squad welcome to puppy dog tales where we share amazing true stories about man's best friend i'm hannah and i'm annika and today's dog was hailed one of the most heroic dogs after september 11th 2001
1: Um, I kind of like the spot where you, like, stuttered because it's been a minute.
0: I did (laughs) stutter. It's okay. I have a stutter, guys. I'm very open about it.
1: (laughs) I mean, I wasn't trying to make fun of the stutter. I was just saying, like, because it's it's been a minute since we've done this.
0: No, it's fine. It feels like it's been ages. I didn't feel called out. I just felt like, okay. yeah, I have a stutter. Sometimes I stutter. No, I'm trying to call you out. Love you. Uh,
1: But, yeah, it's been a while. So we're back. Uh, Sorry for our unannounced
0: yeah two-week
1: hiatus right uh, COVID, <laughs> yeah it's covid's fault and then
0: school started yeah i don't know if i got it on the ship or on the plane but i think honestly it might have been the plane
1: i think it was the plane because they've got like the recycled air our, and our on our plane, plane
0: our plane coming home we had to sit there forever and yeah it was really hot yeah um, but cruises are amazing we're cruise people now <laughs> uh, <laughs> well you <laughs> are i'm not if, if you can go on a cruise, go on a cruise, man. As well. All right. Noted. Yeah. Noted.
1: But yeah, school started back. Uh, so, you know, we're in our, we just started today was like the second week of school. So, so it's, it's a lot. <laughs>
0: yeah. There's a lot
1: to do, but it's always an exciting time.
0: It is. I have a group and I realize this might not make sense to anyone else but teachers. Yeah. But that I've been with the same graduating class for three years in a row like this group of eighth graders oh wow I had seventh grade last year and then I had sixth grade the year before and Sadie wants to say hello to there hi Sadie um,
1: but okay no no not, no, no.
0: <laughs> she's literally okay. trying to get to the microphone <laughs> she has a never-ending story to tell or something she does um yeah that's really interesting that you're wow yeah yeah, but this is not a podcast about teaching. No, it's not. This is one about dogs. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Um. Okay.
1: Well, you know, we te- we talk about teaching dogs, so you yeah, do. know it ties in. Uh, yeah. Speaking of, so Buffy, y'all already know if you've listened to like any episode, you know Buffy can be a barker. We've been trying to work on it. We've tried oh, so man. many things, like we've tried, like um. Using treats like if she barks, telling her be quiet, and then using treats if she does. We've tried like a using a bark call, not a shock collar. We don't mm-hmm. endorse those, but a bark collar that like it just vibrates. Yeah,
0: it's really gentle. Xavier it's super put, gentle. But, yeah, Xavier put it on his neck and vibrated it at the highest to see what yeah. it felt like on a, And dogs have fur. It's yeah. literally it literally it just hurt.
1: vibrates. It's not mm-hmm. painful. Um... But it's like a surprise mm-hmm. we tried that it worked Meh. okay for a little bit but it was yeah so the other day when buffy started barking i was getting frustrated with that chow,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and so i like i don't know why i haven't thought of this before because she'll like when she barks she gets like frantic and she runs mm-hmm. around the whole house finding all the windows and, like, yeah. very forcefully sticking her nose through the blinds. It's actually kind of cute when it's, like, not it cute. happening constantly.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. But, yeah, so yesterday, or not yesterday, no, a few days ago. I, can't, I don't know what days are anymore. Me
0: the... and you were over.
1: Yeah. I, she was barking, and I, like, put her on her leash, and I wrapped it around my leg, and we went to the couch. And then you know, she would bark, like, once or twice, but she couldn't run around frantically, and mm-hmm. that was able to calm her down. So, like, so quickly. Like, yeah, she went from, no, like, so super cool. upset and barking to, like, asleep they within minutes. It was great.
0: Um, yeah. <laughs> another, I thought of something else from that day. Um, whenever, so their floor plan at their house is more open than ours so the yeah. house can run around a little faster and like oh my gosh yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know where i'm going with this so sadie almost always gets the zoomies at least once when we're oh right. yeah and on saturday she got some extra zoomies i think yeah. we had been quarantined for 10 days and that makes sense yeah, yeah she hadn't seen anyone either If i can't see anyone she did not see anyone so we she, Sadie's very back heavy she has a she's a nice, nice <laughs> Hefty bottom. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Like if you pick her up, literally, it's like walk to the back. It's just yeah. It's the Aussie butt. Um, She doesn't have that Aussie butt. And so when she gets the zoomies, she like can't stop herself all the time. You know, like most dogs can't. She'll jump up, like, she'll throw herself on a couch, and then her butt swings around and <laughs> smacks into something. And usually it smacks into the back of the couch, but it was started smacking into the back of their window. Like, smacking into their window. And I was like, yeah. my child's going to break... <laughs> break her auntie's break window. Break the window with her bottom. With her bottom. Um, <laughs> but she didn't. We were lucky. But she... Didn't. It was really funny. She well, and it's like my favorite thing. I I know
1: we have like a little couch right in front of that window. And she'll like (laughs) we were watching her when they were on the cruise. And like at one point she got the zoomies and she was like it was like the Matrix, like the way she was running and like bounding off the couch, like she wouldn't jump on the seat of the couch. She would jump and her paws would hit the back of the couch and she'd just keep like (laughs) launch herself like back to keep running. So funny.
0: She's she's got a lot of energy, this girl. She does. We usually get her she usually has zoomies after she now oh that's that's the thing I wanted to talk about. Sadie has trouble going potty on command. Like one and 2 Mm-hmm. And but when she goes quickly after she goes on command, she always gets the zoomies. She
1: gets so excited. She's, like,
0: she's so, He's so proud of herself. And <laughs> <laughs> like, she's like, I deserve to zoom. So funny
1: yeah all right well there's like not a good way to transition to this guy no. so we're gonna go from funny to pretty serious pretty quickly yeah. um so today's story we're talking about tracker um and if you notice the spelling in the like what do you call it the title the title yeah. titles uh, those are words i should know as an elementary school teacher um yeah in the title, it is spelled a little different. I promise that's not a typo. I checked like fifteen times. So yeah, that's the spelling name. of his name. Yeah. It's just spelled different. B-R-A-K-R. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So, and this story does talk about September 11th, the attacks um, at the World Trade Centers. Um. So just be mindful. I trigger warning. Yeah, content yeah. warning. Uh, get your tissues. I was. Yeah, I was getting emotional when I was reading about it. So. Um, weirdly enough, there's no book or documentary on Tracker. So, there was one, it looked like a, um, graphic novel of his. I had trouble, like, tracking it down. But, like, why is there, someone write a book about Tracker. Like, there needs to be a book about this boy. Anyway. So, write a book about Tracker and then let me know and I'll read it and it'll be great. Um, so, yeah. So, lots of different sources to try to find correct information about him. So just, you know, FYI. Um, so Tracker was born and initially trained in the Czech Republic. Oh, wow. I know, yeah. And this was in 1994. He is a German Shepherd. And at 14 months old, he joined the police force in Halifax, Nova Scotia. And his handler there was um, James Symington.
0: Oh, so he's a... I just, it's just, that just connected, he's like a real German shepherd, like,
1: oh, yeah, he's yeah. from the
0: Czech Republic, he's like, yeah. he doesn't have any of the problems that American German shepherds have.
1: Oh, that's true, yeah. They don't
0: have, like,
1: they breed them They've, better. Like, they, because the slope, they tend to have, like, the slopes back when they're in the U.S. Mm-hmm. We
0: yeah. don't, yeah, they don't, most breeders, they still have that thumb, but yeah. like, most breeders in, like, the Czech Republic, like, in Europe and stuff like that they don't have as many issues with their breeding. So, like, because, like, our German shepherds can't work for very
1: long. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, a lot of them. Yeah. So he did work on the force in Halifax, Nova Scotia for about six years. Um, And by all accounts, he was pretty incredible at his job as a police dog. Um, He was able to, I guess, over the course of those six years, he recovered about a million dollars worth of contraband that he had sniffed out. Yeah. 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 So, like, he, I mean, he's doing it. He's out there yeah. doing it. And then there were there were even reports he, um, you know, he was trained in search and rescue. And mm-hmm. he used that training to sniff out a couple of felons that were on the run. So he found them and located them so they could wow. be taken into custody. Um, cool. And then there's even, I wish that there was more information on this, but there was at least one report of him. Um, locating a missing person. So like really good boy. Good
0: job, Trey. Really
1: good boy. Um so yeah, so he worked on the force for about six years and then he was ready to tie to retire. Yeah,
0: I was gonna say that's around. Mm-hmm. You yeah, they tend
1: that. to right, six, seven, I think uh, after eight years, it's pretty much like you need to retire. Mm-hmm. Um so six, seven years it's pretty average. Um, so, this is shocking to me, and I'm so glad that it's not the case anymore. Um, the policy at that time was to euthanize dogs that were former police dogs. So, whenever they retired, they didn't let them just, like, live out the rest of their lives happily. They euthanized them. Um, and I... I need to cover this in another episode because I thought it was super interesting. Um, There was a law signed by President Clinton in uh, the year 2000, and it's called Robbie's Law. And so prior Mm -hmm. to this, police dogs were considered police equipment. And so they would be put down rather than just, you know, adopted and living with their handler and having a great end of their life,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: being happy and being a pet. Um, so Robbie's Law required that information about um, police dogs' disposition be released, um, and it also allowed handlers to adopt their police dogs or allow them to be adopted by others um, once they retired. So today, most of them are adopted by mm-hmm. their handlers, um, which I'm really happy about because the euthanization of it, like it just it doesn't, it doesn't make, make any sense yeah. to me. Um, so this, his retirement, Tracker's retirement would have taken place around that time, around 2000. Um, but again, it was in Canada, so I don't know, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't think it was in effect yet. Um, Symington fought so hard to oppose the policy, um, because it's stupid. I'm just going to say it. It's just dumb. Um, and it just, it makes me so upset because he... He opposed this policy, and like he got like some pushback about it.
0: What well, that he wanted the dog right. that he
1: wanted to adopt this dog that he's worked with for six years.
0: That's crazy. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. So.
0: Yeah, that part doesn't make sense. If like, like, if there's some, if like the dog's been injured in a way that's not going to enjoy life, right? Then like, absolutely euthanize it, or if like, yeah, yeah, that's pretty much but all he was, was like. Completely, Thick, like... Right,
1: exactly. Like, if it's injured in the line of duty, yes. Like, that. it then it's a kindness, you know, to mm-hmm. to put them down and make sure that they don't have to suffer. But, like, he was, by all accounts, perfectly healthy at this time. So... Yeah.
0: Wow. Yeah, because he's only... Gonna, he's like I mean, and he's only seven years he, old. Oh, he's only he was seven? Yeah. Oh, because do they count, like, his training as part of his work? No. Okay. Yeah. At least... Most Not, of them start working around the age of two. So I assumed he was like eight or nine at
1: this point. Maybe. I don't know. Um, but anyway, so Symington luckily, you know, happily was able to succeed and adopt Tracker. But uh, Tracker was first forced to retire early. Um, so I think huh. he was going to continue working for another year. Uh, and they were like, well, if you want to keep him, you have to take him now. which
0: Weird. I know. That still doesn't make sense. I don't
1: oh, I know. None of it makes sense to me. Well, and then Symington had to accept a demotion. What? Mm-hmm. He was demoted because he wanted to adopt this dog, and he was put on mental health leave because of it. That's messed up. It's so messed up. So, yeah. So, I'm really grateful what? for Robbie's Law, and I, I'm i going to try to see if I can make an episode out of that because I'm really interested. Um Really yeah. interested in it, so and I think it involved a, a dog, a war dog in Vietnam. Okay, um, that one of the soldiers was trying to like adopt him. I'm not, again, research for another episode. Okay, so on September 11th, 2001, I mean y- Hannah, you and I were. I mean, I I know I remember that day. Oh, pretty pretty clearly. College. I think we might be like. Like, our age might be one of the last ages where people fully remember
0: I was in fourth day. grade. Yeah. And my sister that was in second grade at the time, I don't think, Amy always says she doesn't really remember it that much. Yeah. No, my brother yeah. is the
1: same age and he, yeah. Yeah. But
0: so, yeah, I, my fourth grade teacher left the room yeah. and brought in a TV and put it on. Oh my gosh, um, yeah. I then, didn't find
1: out till we got home. I think we left
0: school early.
1: Some schools did, Yeah. I,
0: I don't know for sure, though.
1: Like. Ours. I know ours didn't. I think we got home at the normal time.
0: I, it could but. just be like there's a lapse in my memory from that day. Sure. Like, yeah. Because I remember seeing uh, my teacher uh, rolling the TV at school. And then I remember going home and seeing it on TV. And my mm-hmm. mom trying to explain it to me. But I don't. Yeah. I don't remember anything in between. Uh-oh. Right. Yeah. Well,
1: and for us, too. Like, we're old enough to remember it. But at the time, we weren't really old enough to grasp what was happening, or at least I wasn't. Um, like it,
0: I, just I feel think that it was took... bad, and that people died. Like, yeah, I was like, this. Everyone's really upset. Yeah, like, and, yeah. and, and a lot of people have died.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. So, I, like, I think if you're listening and you weren't there, it's just hard to imagine. Like, I mean, the entire world was glued to their screens. it was like the world stopped. The yeah. world absolutely stopped. But yeah, like we, every, it was so surreal. Like no one believed that this was happening. And and again, at everybody around the world, everyone wanted to help. Everyone wanted to do something to help. I know my fourth grade class, I think we made a quilt as a class. Aww. I know. I know. Looking back, I'm like, that was actually really sweet. Um, But yeah, we made a quilt and I think we sent it to like one of the fire stations or something. Mm -hmm. Um, Everyone wanted to pitch in. Everyone wanted to help. Um, So James, when he saw this, felt that way. He wanted to help. He wanted to do something. Mm -hmm. So on a whim, he was on leave at the time. And he, with a police officer friend of his, took tracker, they drove like the 15 hours from Nova Scotia to New York City.
0: oh yeah because yeah
1: you couldn't fly that week either like no you couldn't fly anywhere absolutely not yeah oh yeah there's like a whole musical um Mm -hmm. go listen to it it's oh my gosh if you've not listened to come from away i mean it'll like it's so inspiring and so sad and i just like i always listen to it on september 11th because it just it's Mm -hmm. so good but so go listen to come from away um but, yeah, like, so there's, like, a whole musical about, like, these planes were grounded in Canada because the U.S. airspace was closed, which has, like, mm-hmm. never, never happened. happened. Yeah. Um. So, anyway, so they drove 15 hours to try to help with the search and rescue efforts. Um. Once they arrived at Ground Zero, they they were actually some of the, even though it was 15 hours, they were some of the first um, teams of, with, um like search and rescue dogs to arrive. Um, I mean,
0: think about it, like yeah. like the pictures with all the smoke, like you couldn't Gosh. get anyone in there no. safely for a while afterwards. Yeah. Like those buildings were two of the largest in New York besides the imp- like. Yeah. They, yeah, they were two of the largest buildings in New York.
1: Oh, yeah. So, but they were able to get there at least by, I'm not sure when they left, um, but it was at least by the, the second day, by the 12th, that they were there. 300 other search and rescue dogs. Ooh, I'm gonna get teary, you guys. I'm gonna killed. get teary this episode. <laughs> 300 other search and rescue jo- dogs joined in the efforts to find and save as many people as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wish we could cover all 300 of those dogs, we just can't. I, yeah, they're all wonderful and important. And did great things, but we just we don't have
0: time. <laughs> if we do this for if we do this podcast for three hundred years, yeah, then, then we'll we'll make sure we. Exactly. We'll <laughs>
1: <Yeah, laughs> um, and James and Tracker were not the only ones that had come from far away. I think one of them had come from Washington State. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. So people f- and were coming from all over the country just to do anything they could to lend it lend a hand and help out in the efforts. Um, The site was extremely dangerous. I mean, Hannah already talked about the wreckage was horrible. Smoke everywhere. Things are still burning when it, you know, for a long time after
0: it happened, it was
1: actively burning, smoldering. Yeah. Um, One dog, you know, and there's like loose debris everywhere. So one dog that had showed up was Apollo. And he had debris fall on him as he was searching for oh, people. No. Oh, yeah. It, like, and, like, burning debris. Smoldering yeah, debris. Yeah. His handler lost track of him in the flames. But they found, he, they found him. He survived because he had fallen oh. a minute before that he had fallen into a pool of water. Oh, my God. So, his fur was still wet. So, he was able to survive, but very dangerous and most of the dogs including i believe tracker um mm-hmm. most of them that had joined in the efforts they were trained to work in the wilderness not a big city you <laughs> the know literal so, middle
0: of new york city
1: yes yeah so right so now they're used to dealing with like you know trees and tree roots and like that kind of thing not like rebar and metal and broken glass
0: yeah
1: everywhere Oh my God. um yeah.
0: I like. I went to the site in high school, and I like. Oh my gosh! I, I want to go. I hadn't been. I it was my first time in New York City. Mm-hmm. And we, it was under. It was under construction still. Like yeah. It because it took a while for the memorial to start being constructed. Yeah. So, um...
1: okay. I thought you meant the memorial. I went. I did see Ground Zero, but it was still like there was like a giant yeah. fence. Yeah. You couldn't really
0: see anything. We peeked through the fence when yeah. we went in high school, and uh, yeah. it's just crazy how. Like you don't when when you don't live there and you like that kind of mm-hmm. thing happens, like you're just like it's it's hard to picture it and then you yeah. walk right over there and you're like this is literally in the middle of the middle of, of the so city. many things. Yes. Yeah. Um Yeah, I can't even Yep. And ooh, the debris piling up like in like those short narrow alleyways around it. Like yeah. I can't even imagine. Oh mean um,
1: So even though it was dangerous they, the dogs, the res- search and rescue dogs and their handlers, they worked tirelessly to find anyone they could, dead or alive, um, so that they could reunite them with their loved ones. Um, and it's really sad. One dog, um, I think her name was Riley. She mm-hmm. was trained to, I think it was she, I could be wrong. I'm going to say she.
0: Some of these names are sounding familiar.
1: Oh, really? Um, uh, Yeah. So Riley was trained to find live people, not mm-hmm. not cadavers. Um that's, and I'm so specific.
0: That's amazing. Mhm.
1: But she was only finding like in her search and rescue efforts was only finding bodies, which oh. That's still very important. Abs- because oh, there I mean I think that there're stories, there's still families who don't know 100% like what happened to their person because their mm-hmm. body was never recovered.
0: Or they can never like even just like the the ability to lay someone to rest is like right a huge part of the grieving process.
1: It is, and so I think it you know it's still very important to be able to you know tell a family this is what happened to your loved one and you know give them closure. Is such a hard word, like closure, it's such a weird closure, word. But, it's... but to give them some sort of set like. I don't know
0: Something what the word tangible is. tangible. Yes. Say a tangible
1: way to say goodbye. Right. Um. Yeah. Yep. Um. One NYPD detective said that the dogs, some dogs, were getting so upset that they they felt like they weren't doing their jobs. Oh. Like because Riley, she's trying to find live people,
0: mm-hmm. so
1: when she's finding people and they're not alive, she feels like I I didn't do my job. So, Aww. sometimes they would, like, some of the officers or handlers would hide kind of amongst the rubble, obviously, Aww. in a way where they, you know, weren't in danger of doing so. But yeah. they would hide so the dogs would find them to keep yeah. their morale up and, you know, keep them feeling like they're still doing their job, which is just, that's heartbreaking to me that, that yeah. you know, what what had to happen. so getting back to tracker yeah he was assigned to a specific pile of rubble on the south side of the towers okay uh wow mm -hmm. he was able to locate several victims of the attack and i couldn't find i looked really hard i could not find an exact number so i don't know like how many people he found Mm -hmm. if any of them were alive i just don't know um so, this was on the next day, September twelfth,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and at this point, I mean, even just a day later, hope of finding more survivors is is waning. Um, mm-hmm. So they were focused more. You know, they the handlers all understood that their fo- their focus was more on finding the remains of people um, to give again closure is not the word, but to give closure. Um, to their loved ones. Yeah. So, yeah, so they're, they're looking and Tracker freezes and his tail goes stiff. And that was his indication that he had found someone. Oh. So when they cleared away some of the debris, they found a woman buried there. She was still alive.
0: Oh my God. And
1: this is September 12th. Oh, this is the next day.
0: Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Um, And I looked her up and I just, I have to share her story because it's, I mean, it's so sad what happened to her, Um, Mm -hmm. but it just, it's so, it's such a good story. Um, So Janelle Guzman was the woman that he found. Okay. And I forgot, I didn't write down. She has since gotten married. So now it's Janelle Guzman McMillan. Um, So, I want to talk to you, tell her about her story. So, Janelle Guzman had moved to the U.S. from Trinidad, Tobago in 1999. And, you know, she's looking for the American dream. She's looking for a better life for her and her daughter.
0: Okay.
1: She was 30 years old on September 11th, 2001. She says that when the plane hit, she and her co-workers thought it was an earthquake. And they were all like... This is weird. Like we something like earthquakes
0: on the East Coast. Right, sure.
1: exactly. She was like, this doesn't make sense. This is weird. So she called her cousin to tell her that something strange had happened at work. And this is so interesting. Her cousin was watching the news at that exact moment.
0: Whoa. Like,
1: was actively watching the news, but she didn't know that Janelle was working in the World Trade Center. Oh, no. She didn't know that. So she's watching what's happening. She knows what's happening before Janelle did. Mm -hmm. Um, and she, as soon as, you know, Janelle kind of was explaining what was going on and she put it together that her cousin was in the trade center, she starts screaming at Janelle that she needs to get out. Um, Oh my, oh my God. And then that was when the plane hit the South Tower. Oh. So she and her coworkers, they were on the 64th floor. They start just rushing down the stairs trying to get out as quick as possible. Um, Firefighters met them on the 30th floor and they were running all the way, you know, they got all the way down to the 13th floor. And at this point, so Janelle was wearing high heels, you know, she's at work, she's dressed up. Mm -hmm. So she felt, she was like, I just cannot do it with these heels anymore. They're slowing me down. I can't do it. So she bends over to take off her heels And right as she does, the building crumbles around her. Oh. And so taking her heels off in that moment, you know, that means she's bent over, her head's tucked down. That's what saved her life. Whoa. Taking her heels off in that moment saved her life. So she soon found herself trapped um, and alone. She is unable to move the rubble surrounding her. She said that she tried... So hard to move the rubble, reach her hand out, see if she could get. And she just, there was no way. Um, oh. She she said she spent that the entire time down there praying, begging for a second chance of life. And trying mm-hmm. not to fall asleep. Because she knew that if she fell asleep, that would be it. But,
0: yeah.
1: Um, she had burns on her face. One of her legs was crushed. And Ooh. there was a slab of concrete pressing down on her head. Mm. Yeah.
0: Oh. Oh my gosh. Whew.
1: Um. After twenty-seven hours, which I can't even like twenty-seven hours oh. being trapped, awake? being stuck, being awake. yeah. Right. That's like <laughs> you're
0: awake. You can't. You literally can't do anything. Um.
1: Yeah, there's probably like smoke everywhere still. Like it's just I can't even imagine. Breathing that. Twenty seven yeah, hours, hours,
0: maybe even hearing some people get rescued. Like maybe you might yeah. not be able to hear anything.
1: Like, Point, well, but even like twenty seven hours of like, am I going to survive? Like not. Yeah. It, a hopeless list. Like not knowing if anyone can hear you. Not knowing <laughs> if any but any of your other coworkers. You know, because there were other people with her. When it crumbled, like, not yeah. knowing if they're okay, sure. I just... Oh, my gosh.
0: No I can't imagine. Stories. I know. So, like, so, yeah.
1: So after 27 hours, she heard someone calling out to her. Um, a man grabbed her by the hand. He introduced himself. He said his name was Paul and that he wasn't going to let her go until she was free. Um, wow. Oh, man. So, they finally... They were able to free her. They were able to clear the rubble and get her out. Um, She tried to find Paul. So, she spent three weeks recovering in the hospital. Uh And after she got out, the first thing she tried to do was to find Paul. And when she asked around with some other firefighters, she was told there was no Paul in the crew that day.
0: Whoa. Weird.
1: Mm -hmm, And that there couldn't have been a Paul there that day. So she believes, and she actually wrote a book about this. Oh wow! Um, she believes that Paul was an angel, was a guardian angel. Wow! I'm taking a minute
0: to not. that. okay. I, that I mean, what you yeah. believe is what you believe. Like. Yeah. I tend to be. I, like, I can't. I, I can't I, say anything different. I you know, skeptical sometimes, there. but like yeah. at the same time, like I don't think it's not possible. Not at all. Not at all. Like I said that in a weird way. I think it
1: could be possible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So she, I think she, yeah, she wrote a book about it. I think it's called, I should have written it down, but I think it's called, um, Angel in the Rubble. If you're interested in reading that. Um, so, but whether or not Paul was a guardian angel, she had tracker and he wow. was a, a guardian angel for her that day too.
0: Wait, cause trackers, Remember me, track, tracker's handler's name, James. James, yeah. No, okay.
1: Well, yeah, Sadie. Hush, we're we're okay. Sadie is sensing Hush. all the emotions right now, and she's trying to make sure we're okay. Very. Which we are. We love you. Yeah. Go sit down.
0: I think she's also hungry.
1: Well, they're um, you know I like to go with the cute story, but I think it's both. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um, but yeah.
1: So since September 11th... um. Janelle has become a writer. Again, I told you about the book she wrote. She married her then-boyfriend, and they started a family together. And Aww. she is, you know, she talked about in an interview feeling, like, so grateful for her second chance on life. Um, and she she said that there were, you know, things that she used to do when she was younger that she, you know, her second chance, it gave her a new lease on life. Um, and so she's kind of changed a few things, um, kind of in light of that too. Um, so Janelle was the last survivor to be pulled from the rubble of the Twin Towers.
0: Whoa. She was
1: the last person that they were able to find alive. Um, so even still, even though she was the last person found alive, Um, Tracker kept working to find more people. I
0: was going to say, I do remember, like, hearing about Mm -hmm. search and rescue continuing for, like, Mm.
1: like
0: a week or so. A week or
1: two. Oh, at least. Yeah.
0: Yeah, uh, Yeah.
1: So, because, again, even though she was the last person, you know, found alive, there are still people who were buried in the rubble, you know, and they... They deserve to be, you know, even if they've, though they've passed, they deserve to be reunited with their loved ones and they deserve to, you know, they, their families deserve to know, have that concrete knowledge, you know, what happened to their loved one. Um, So I think it's still important work. Um, so he kept working, he kept finding more people, and he didn't stop until eventually he had gotten too much smoke inhalation and he yeah. he collapsed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. um they were able to take him to be treated. That's he was fine. Good. um all right, are you ready to be more mad? Oh God So you know kind of after that experience when he collapsed, James decided to take tracker back up to Halifax. When he got there, when he gets back to Halifax, he was disciplined by his police captain What for going to help at the World Trade Centers. That's messed up. While he was on leave.
0: He was on leave. He didn't, like, miss work to go. He was on leave. That's messed up, man. Yep. Yeah. The dogs are tired. It's his dog now.
1: Yeah, And also, like... You're going to chastise somebody for helping
0: to save people during our biggest national emergency? Yeah, that I can think of Go ever. step like. on a Lego.
1: Go step on uh, a Lego. I hope whoever you know, that is captain really is.
0: Legos. Absolutely. But, but not like together Legos like scattered Legos. Scattered Legos. yes. Because, look, they, never. Mind. <laughs> they make yeah. sure of Legos now.
1: But I'm... I hope that when you drink coffee, it always spills down your face. There's
0: always some, in every drink, there are a little bit of grounds. Yes. Because that's the worst. Ugh. Gosh.
1: I, mm, that yeah. messed up, mm. So, after that, after, you know, James went to go save lives, God. after the 9-11 attack, he was suspended and then fired because what? of What? Yeah.
0: Yep. I hope James feels really good
1: oh, yeah. about, about himself. I, I hope that he either got another job that was awesome or that he retired and was just like, I'm going to live my best life. All good. Yeah. Like, go live your best life, sir, because you deserve it. I don't...
0: Yeah.
1: I, don't... I can't... No. Wrap, yeah, I can't wrap my head around it either. What? Yeah. Anyway.
0: should we give him a medal? <laughs> Is that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like... No, you saved lives. Promoting you're fired. They have to captain or something. I don't know how this works. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know about that, but like... Promotions seem in order. Right. Not suspensions and firing. Not,
1: yeah, seriously. Um, So, in the later years of his life, Tracker developed um, degenerate... I can't say words. Degenerative um, myelopathy. Myelopathy.
0: Oh. Which um, I
1: don't I didn't look up. Let I me mean, look
0: so. at the word again. Okay, myelopathy. Um, okay, it is it is legs. Okay. It's yeah. um it's there's a this is the good thing about animal humans is that we're mammals, like dogs and humans are mammals, so we have a lot of diseases that are slightly similar. Yeah. Or that are a lot similar but slightly different, is what I mean. hmm So degenerative myelopathy, it's gonna be muscle degeneration. Okay. Um just like Slowly progressing. We have I mean there's a lot of different diseases that cause that, that. Yeah. Just looks like it's a nerve system mixed with a muscular system. Okay. Just starting to go wrong with you, age um, probably would have tremors and just eventually like craps out on you. Like it yeah. sucks and like it really sucks to see a dog
1: yeah. go through it
0: because they're like suddenly dragging a leg behind them
1: right if they it, it, go, which especially if it's a working uh, yeah. dog like that's I imagine that'd be harder too like they're used to having a job
0: yeah um or it just can't support their weight right it just like it causes the muscle to atrophy or yeah muscle mass and weaken. gotcha yeah
1: and that is what eventually happened to tracker he lost movement um in his back legs and I think I don't know how long he had this, but there was a company that created that made like little little cart for him to drag around. So he because he could still use his front legs. That's really interesting. And then his little back legs were in the cart, so he was still able to move around, just not in the same way.
0: I I didn't know a disease like that could affect like just maybe it was a particular part of his spine. I'm thinking ahead of myself when I'm talking, and I'm sorry.
1: That I, part I don't know. I know that it like, was just his back
0: legs. It sounds like it hit in one spot in the spine, or like in the nervous system, yeah. it just affected those back legs, which is interesting. Yeah. But like, at least he could still like those carts are so are so helpful for dogs. They're like so that, helpful that, that lose that lose uh, mobility. Yeah,
1: yeah, and yeah, there are definitely. One theory about the degenerative myelopathy for him is that, um, it was because of the smoke inhalation, um, oh. when he was at, yeah. So I, it's definitely plausible. I, yeah. I don't I, know that we can prove it one way or the other, but it's definitely, that definitely could have caused it.
0: can reconcile the theory. Yeah. yeah.
1: So Tracker passed away in 2009. Wow. He was 14 years old, yeah. 14 years old. So he did live a... Like, even though, even with the, the, the the thing in his legs, yep, uh, he still was able to live a really good life, a long life after, you know, even after he finished his work as a um, police dog. But, his passing away is not the end of Tracker's story. Oh, wow. So, this is super interesting. Yeah? Um, so... I think in, like, 2008, James Symington, I can't say words, wrote an essay on why trackers should be considered for one of the first clonings of dogs. Whoa. <laughs> Wait. There you- were, like, hundreds of essays sent in from dog owners who, you know, wanted a second chance with their best friend. Um, yeah. But, like, no one could beat Tracker's story. Like, yeah. it just... It's too good. Um, I didn't think we could track.
0: Well, I didn't think
1: we could clone males. Oh, they've been cloned. So, yeah. So five puppies. Okay. <laughs> Anna just had a scientific existential crisis over
0: here. I don't know about this. We talk about cloning in eighth grade. Science. Oh, really? Yes. Okay.
1: Um. Yeah. So there are five puppies born, all exact clones of Tracker. Um their names I think are really cute. Their names are Deja Vu. Shut
0: up. (laughs) So cute.
1: And then the others are named after traits of Tracker. Um they get an egg. Never mind. Go ahead. Hannah. Sorry. (laughs) The other ones are named after different traits of Tracker. So trust, valor, one's prodigy and solace. Nice. Yeah. And he trained the puppies as search and rescue dogs too. That's amazing. Yeah. Um and the,
0: I have so many questions. I know. I know you do. I don't have very many answers. <laughs> I'm sorry. Dude, okay. Do you know how old Trevor was when he got cloned?
1: No. I well, I don't know, but they did like they just pulled him <laughs> they were able to extract his DNA.
0: Because usually you have to do it when they're young or else the puppies would age too quickly. Okay. Sorry.
1: Anyone I don't know about cloning. science
0: knows that much. Yeah. Um, that's really, okay, sorry. We'll cut <laughs> that Hannah's I, losing her mind right <laughs> now, it's fine. What?
1: Hey. <laughs> yeah. Ah. So, Tracker, there are five. Today, there are five clones of Tracker out in the world. Maybe not today. They might have passed away. That.
0: that would be a long time.
1: So, yeah. But yeah, but there were at least five more Trackers out in the world. Um, Whoa. And weird. then. Science is weird. Science is weird. Um, so, he was awarded the Extraordinary Service to Humanity Award. By none other than Dr. Jane Goodall herself. Holy crap! I know.
0: Whoa, how do you beat that?
1: You don't though. <laughs> like you just you don't. Like, yeah. Um so yeah. So Yeah. So that is Tracker's story. Um again, I wish that I could cover all of the search and rescue dogs oh my God. that helped out on
0: 9-11. There just there is not enough time. I'm gonna give an honorary mention though to the I don't I don't I wish I knew the dog's name the the southeastern guide dog that led its blind handler and about okay, thirty people outside. The we're building. going to cover that one, yes. Yeah. So that's, that's a special that's a special one to me. I because, didn't know it was with southeastern guide dogs so. though. Oh, we'll look it up. It might not be. I think they named a dog after that dog. Oh, I okay, think, but I think her name was Angel. But that will.
1: I honestly think you're correct, but I don't know. But we will definitely cover that.
0: I know Southeastern named some dogs after that dog, for sure. Okay.
1: But, but... we will we will definitely cover that dog in another episode. Yeah. Um, That's a cool... I'm, yeah. th- I'm sure that Tracker is not the only dog that we'll talk about in regards to September 11th. Cause, yeah.
0: Because
1: he wasn't the only hero on that day, by far. It's good
0: um, to, like... It's good to go back, like... Yeah. It's good to reflect on that day, but it's also good to reflect on it with some hope. mm mm-hmm. um, Yeah.
1: And I think that was another thing that these search and rescue dogs did that, like, wasn't even part of their main job, but was still so important, is that, like, I mean, the amount of, like, hopelessness and devastation on that day... So having these dogs around to help with the efforts also provided much needed morale boost um, for the firefighters and police officers who were, you know, who were putting their lives at risk to find other people. Um, Mm -hmm. So and I I don't even know if the dogs recognize that that was one of the things that they were doing. But I mean, that's super important, too. So, yeah. All right so arbitrary rating for tracker
0: uh, mm-hmm. uh all the things yeah um yeah i don't know like, <laughs> he got honored by jane goodall i know like, right like, like i'm I, not gonna do better than that that's uh, yeah like, i, know. I don't know yeah endless endless treats i like, am <laughs> wondering my mind is like Whoa. completely <laughs> blanking yeah yeah <laughs> so tracker gets lots of tracker just lots of just gold medals they're all of those, gonna give him yeah. like 50 as many as we can fit he around gets, his neck and his ankles and his little and his, his little, little car scooter. <laughs> yeah. scooter um all scooter yeah yeah
1: all right well thank you guys so much for listening um you can find us on instagram at puppy dog tails You can email us if you have a story about a dog that you want us to tell. Um, Any story. Any story. It doesn't about your dog. He doesn't have to be a September 11th hero.
0: He He can can be though.
1: But he can if you have yeah. Tell (laughs) us
0: about it if you have one for sure. Just be good old Fido doing his job to keep helping be happy every day. Yeah. I want to hear it.
1: So, also, feel free to write us a review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, Five-star reviews help other people to find our show. That would be amazing. That would be great. So, until then, keep calm and... Whack Whack on. on!